layer upon layer, grace upon grace. Like snow, your mercy covers me. In the holes, you find your place. Layer upon layer, grace upon grace. Like falling snow on my soul, in your wholeness, my trespasses are erased. Welcome to the Color Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jonah, and I am coming to you from Macomb, Michigan. Macomb, Michigan. So no matter if this is your first time, or your second time, or your your many, 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 many times tuning into the Color and Chaos Podcast, my hope and prayer is that this will find you in a real and a relevant way, and that if this is a blessing to you, I want to encourage you, please share this with people that will, will be able to be blessed by this just as much as you have been. And also, if you haven't already, if you're watching this on YouTube, then please hit the subscribe button or the subscribe bell, and you uh, you can subscribe and then hit the bell again to make sure that you receive all the notifications. And also, if you're tuning into this on iTunes or on the Google Play Music Store, then you can also subscribe so that no matter uh, where you're at, even if you forget about every Wednesday, this podcast coming out, that you'll be able to receive this and however you get your podcast. So thank you again for tuning in. I want to start off by praying and inviting the Lord to be in this time. Uh, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've gone through in your life, no matter what your idea of, of a creator or no matter what your beliefs are here at Color and Chaos, we want to come into every single time that we meet knowing and recognizing that we have a creator and that we have a creator that cares. We have a creator that does not create without a purpose. So I wanted to just take this time to call out to our creator and allow him to be and ask him to be into this. Lord God, just thank you for who you are and what you're doing. Lord, thank you that, that you reveal yourself to us, that every single day we have an opportunity to know you. We have an opportunity to make you known. God, thank you that every single moment that we open our eyes, we're able to see and experience more of you when we look through the lens of recognizing you even in the day-to-day -day mundane, even in the pain, even in the chaos of our life, Lord that you are present and that you are real and that you are actively pursuing after our hearts. So Lord, with what we talk about today, Lord, I just ask you to be in this moment, be in this conversation. Lord, I do not know what, what, what those that are listening or watching this are going through, what they bring into this moment. But Lord, I pray that they do not just check it at the door, but that they will bring it to your feet, that they will bring it knowing that you are real and that you are active and that you are present. No matter if they're driving the car, they're sitting down, they're rised up, no matter if they're laying down, no matter where they're at, Lord, that they will know that you are real, that you are here. And so, Lord, we just invite you into this time. Lord, have your will and way in us. Please, Lord, just soften our hearts to your truth and help us be a, 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 just a little closer, just a little closer to, to, to a life that is surrendered fully to you. We need you, Jesus. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. This is, um, if this is your first time tuning in to Color and Chaos, um, every Wednesday we have a podcast. 
And so last week, um, we talked about rain, rain. And uh, if you haven't listened uh, or watched last week's episode, I'll do a little recap here, but I do encourage you, if you haven't been able to look at or, or, or hear last week's episode, to please uh, partake in that, because um, we're, we're, we're continuing in, in this series um, from, from rain, and today, if you look at the title, we are talking about snow. Coming from South Carolina, it was always something that stood out to me, um, just, just how real snow really was. And I remember this one instance that um, uh, of snow, and I remember it was a couple years ago. It was in 2016, in December, um, and and I remember, um, and even to this day, I, I work at a church that is portable. And so what we do every single week, we set up and tear down the environment. So we meet at a high school gymnasium, and at the gymnasium, we, we, we pull out all of the equipment that we'll use, and we put it all back after we're done with it. And um, one of these mornings, I was, I was driving to the school early in the morning. So it was about 5 o'clock in the morning. We just had a snowstorm the day before. And as I was driving, it was one of those snowstorms that, that you hate to drive in because the, the snow was still coming down. It was coming down pretty quick. And so not only did I have to uh, defrost the, the ice and the snow from my car, um, but I also had to drive really, really slow in order to get there safely. And I remember as I got to the school and I parked my car, I, I had to get out in order to unlock the gate in order for me to be able to drive into the parking lot for others that will be coming behind me to come in as well. And so as I got here in the morning, I remember going to the gate and as I got out, just watching and looking at my feet and hearing the, the sound of the crunch of the snow. And there was no doubt in my mind that I was, I was leaving behind a trace with every single step. Everything, every single bit of my senses told me that, whether it be the, the, the feeling that I had in my feet or, 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 or just my senses in the sense of like being able to see and to feel it. And as I walked to that gate, I remember looking at the holes that I left behind. But there was something that happened um, during that time. And, and honestly, this is like a period of like five minutes. But as I went to the gate, I unlocked the gate and I turned around I noticed that the holes that I noticed before were were just just rapidly being filled in by snow, rapidly fill, being filled in by snow. And I remember being really shocked by that for one, because I'm from South Carolina, we don't really get snow. So seeing these these big just just tons of inches of just a hole that my foot left behind, just being filled in by snow pretty quickly, that was just such a shock to me. But, but what was even crazier is that as hours went on, I, I remember going back to that spot to lock back up the gate, and I looked at the holes, and, and honestly, there was no holes. It was done. I, I honestly didn't even know where the holes were. And, and in that moment, it, it started to, I started to, to think about the fact of how quickly the holes that I left behind were filled in by snow. And as I got home that day, and as I was just thinking back on that, that experience that I had earlier in the day, I wrote the poem that I read at the very beginning. So that was in December of 2016. And I remember that that was a moment um, as, as I was writing that poem, and I started to think about snow in the sense of our creator and his love for us. And, and, and you might be wondering, you know, Jonah, what does that have to do with anything to do with God? What does that have to do with anything? 
I wanted to go into another story as as we as we begin today's uh, episode as well, and and this is a recent episode. So I I, I shared something about uh, December of 2016. I wanted to share something about right now, and so um, over this weekend, um, I was able to go down um, to visit the girl that I'm dating, um, and she lives about two and a half hours away. And so as I was down there, um, we had another snowstorm. So this was one of the first snowstorms honestly, of this whole year and of this winter season in a way. And as we were down there, um, the girl that I'm dating, she started to get sick and she got sick and, and whatever she ate was not agreeing with her. Long story short, I had a moment where my mind went back to that, went back to what I wrote back in December. And I was thinking about snow and as I was looking at her as she was sick, and I was looking at her as, as she wasn't in the, in, the, in, the, in the best of light in the sense that her, that her hair was a little messy and, and, and she, was, she was a little more paler in the face and, 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 and what the world would usually look at that as unattractive. But I remember looking at her and just seeing beauty. And I was also thinking about the fact that when you're in love with somebody, when you're falling in love, especially here in the United States, um, there's this, there's this um, stigma when somebody's falling in love, there's kind of a label that gets put on them. And the, and the label is, is that they are, they are in the honeymoon stage. They're in the honeymoon stage that no matter what the other person does, it's almost like they're blinded from the other person's faults or blinded from the other person's just, just the flaws. And, and, and as I was thinking about that, as I was looking at her as she was sick, I, I was asking myself, you know, Jonah, are, are you in a honeymoon stage right now? Is, is, you know, because I was trying to think of anything that I could think of uh, as a fault that I see in Sarah, the, the woman that I'm dating. And I, was, and, and I know that. I, I know she's not perfect. There's no doubt about that. I'm not perfect. But it's so crazy because when I look at her, I, I just feel this overwhelming sense of love that no matter what, no matter what, even if her hair is messed up from her being sick, that my love for her covers up any, any wrong that I can see in that moment. And it made me think, how much more does our creator, savior, and sustainer, the, the, the author and the perfecter, as the Bible says, the author and the perfecter of love and the epitome of love. We, and the Bible says that God is love. So we know what love is by God. We know what love is through the image, the visible image of God, which was Jesus. So when we look to Jesus and his life and his death and his resurrection, we can see what love is. So based on that, how much more if a human can look at someone and be in the honeymoon stage to say, how much more does our creator, savior, and sustainer look at us and the love that he has for us cover like snow on the ground, cover just the, the holes that our mistakes and our wrongs and our sins leave behind. Proverbs 10, 12, which says this, Hatred stirs up quarrels, but love makes up for all offenses. The first thing I want to say is that the passion that I have for Sarah is nothing compared to the passion that our creator, savior, and sustainer has for me and has for you. There is no hole of our sin, of your sin, of your mistakes, of your flaws, of your, of, your, of, of, of your unattractiveness, of my unattractiveness. There is nothing that we can leave behind that the love of our creator, savior, sustainer, the love of Jesus 
does it come in like a swift snowstorm and just cover and just cover like layers upon layers. His grace and his mercy will find us always. It's not like the Lord just turns a blind eye to our sin, but through his love, he has paid the price for our sin. He made a way that no matter what, that our sin is dealt with. And when we recognize that our sin has been dealt with, that no matter whatever the holes that we leave behind has been dealt with on the cross of Christ, then we know that we have been forgiven much. Therefore, we want to love others as Christ has loved us. We want to love others as Christ has loved us. And it brings me to this verse in Luke 7, 4, 47. Luke 7, 47. And Jesus says this. There, there was a moment where he was sitting with tax collectors and he was sitting with Pharisees. And he was sitting with these people. And as he was sitting and talking with them, a woman came in, a, a, a prostitute, someone who, who, who was just heavy in burdens and chains to the holes, almost like the equivalent as we're using in this illustration of, of snow, that, that she looked behind in the tracks that she laid behind in her life. And she saw holes upon holes of mistakes upon mistakes. And, and there's no covering up. There's no snow that can cover up her sins. And so she walks and she barges into this moment where Jesus is here with these people who, who, who to, the, to the eyes of the world around them, that they were holy. They were righteous. They were the epitome of what you should be. They were the equivalent of the priests and the pastors of today's age. And so this woman walks in and the Bible says that she's broken and she's weeping and she kneels down at Jesus's feet. And this is what Jesus responds to in Luke 7, 47. He says this, therefore, I tell you, he's speaking to the people that are around her sins have been forgiven as her great love has shown that the reason why she was weeping and she was just wiping her tears and wiping her hair and, and washing Jesus' feet. He's saying, look, because she is doing this, that shows her heart. And the heart that she has is that she recognizes that she has been forgiven. Because at this moment, he looks at her and says, woman, your sins are forgiven. And he says, her great love has been shown, but whoever has been forgiven little loves little. So not only does, does love blind our creator, savior, and sustainer to all of our wrongs, but love can blind because the wrongs have been dealt with. And when we recognize that, that, that our wrongs have been dealt with as, as like snow that covers into a, to, to, to a hole that we leave behind through our tracks, we are able to love others and we or be able to be like Christ to those around us that leave holes in our life, that we can forgive much because we have been forgiven much. Another verse that came to my mind was Isaiah 1.18. Come now, let's settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. Come now, let's settle this. 
I feel so strongly today that there is somebody out there that is listening or watching this that needs to know that your sins are covered. You are done. There is no debt that still needs to be paid, but the debt for our sins, for your sins, for your mistakes and all the things that you are reliving, the past relationships, the past regrets, the past mistakes, all the things that you lay awake at night and you, you, you keep reliving over and over and over in the past that haunts you, that I am, am, I am here. I feel like... Without a shadow of a doubt that I'm here to tell you that your debts have been settled. There is no longer a reason to look back and see the holes that we leave behind in the snow. But instead, that you and me, our heavy hearts can rest easy. Why? Because what Christ did on the cross is finished. It is finished. And not only that, but each and every day there is a new and fresh layer of snow. There is a fresh layer of snow to cover the, 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 the darkest of sins and the worst of the mistakes and the regrets and, the, the, and all of the things that eat away at us. That we have an enemy that is an accuser. That he takes every single moment of every single day to accuse us. To remind us of the holes that we leave behind. And, and remind us, remember when you did this. Remember when you messed this up. Remember how you could have done this better. But the Lord is constantly telling us, no, let's settle this. It is done. It is finished. It is finished. That even though your sins leave behind a mark in the, in the snow, guess what? I am the maker of the snow and I will come in and cover and I will cover it through the cross of my son. That it is settled. So often we live as if there is not a resurrected savior that paid the debt to cover our mistakes. That no longer is our identity placed in our mistakes or in the holes that we leave behind, but our identity is placed in the maker of the snow and that what he says we are, we are. Our identities are not tied to our mistakes, but our identities is tied to the snow, to the forgiveness, the mercy, and the grace of our creator, savior, and sustainer. I'm reminded of Lamentations 3, 21 to 23, as Jeremiah is thinking about the mercy of God. And this is what Jeremiah says. Yet I still dare to hope. This is verse 21. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning. May our hearts cry out today saying, no, 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 Lord, your mercy, your mercy is new every day. Lord, no, 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 I'm not lo no longer looking at my tracks, but I am looking towards your mercy, your mercy. You say your mercy is new every single day. No, 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 Lord, I'm no longer looking at my tracks and my mistakes, but I am going to look and say, no, 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 your love covers a multitude of my sins, of my tracks. You cover it all. That you look at me through a eternal eyes of a honeymoon stage of love and passion and pursuit. That you look at me as the equivalent of young love and that, that no no matter how unattractive I am, your love, your love covers me. Your love covers me. That no longer am I going to say I am washed up. I am broken. I am a mistake. I am a lost cause. But no, no, no. I'm going to say, no, no, I am new. I am new. I am new. That I am new. That my identity is no longer in what I've done, but my identity is in you. May we look towards our resurrected Savior as the reason and the purpose of our life. May we look towards the resurrected Savior as the victor in our brokenness. When we are weak, he is oh so strong.
like the mightiest snowstorm that covers everything to the fact that you don't even remember what was there anymore. That when you look out, you forget what was there. And, and as you walk, you start to say, oh, I remember there used to be a house there. Oh, I remember, I remember I used to be, I used to be enslaved by that sin. But you know what? I don't even see it anymore because I am so focused. I am so focused. I am so free. I'm so free. You know what? The love and the mercy of God has covered it. He's covered it all. I don't even see who I used to be anymore. May we live a life of reckless abandon saying, Lord, I don't care where, where my tomorrow takes me. I don't care where today takes me. But the fact that you are with me, that says it all. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I need. That you are with me. And that there is nothing, there is nothing that your love will not cover again and again and again. We do not get the Lord sick or annoyed at us. I do not look at Sarah. I'm not annoyed by her. I'm not annoyed by her. I love her. I love her. How much more does our creator, savior, and sustainer say that about you? His love is not like human love. That fades away, that honeymoon stage, that, that fades away. No, 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 no. No. He showed his perfect love on the cross. And what did he say? He said it is finished. When Peter denied him three times. When Christ defeated the grave, he came back to Peter and he asked Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? He asked him three times, do you love me? He never once mentioned sins, the, the sins of Peter. He never once put, took his face and, and, and twisted it towards his regrets and his sins. That many of you, many of us, many I have that sometimes I feel as if it is almost like that, that my head is this, I am always looking back in the past of my regrets and my sins. But no, 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 that is not the Savior doing that. But that is the accuser. That we have an accuser that does just twist our head and our focus that no longer is our focus on our resurrected Savior that loves us and that forgives us. But all of a sudden, somehow, we, 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 we start to look at, at what we have done. When that is not, that is not what Christ demands of us. That is not love. We have a Savior that just like he looked at Peter, he never once brought up his mistakes, but he just asked him a question. He says, do you love me? And he gave Peter an opportunity to know not only is he forgiven, but know that he loves Peter. He loves Peter. That honeymoon stage is eternal in the eyes of our creator, savior, and sustainer. And his name is Jesus. And he is after, he is after your heart. Not, 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 not anything else. Not what you can give him, not, not what you can offer him, but he is after your heart. And he knows good and well that, that when you recognize that he loves you, your love, 
You might be wondering, Jonah, you know, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what I'm struggling with. But what the Lord wants to tell you and tell us and tell me today through his word, he's saying, look, no, no, my love is new each and every morning, just like the equivalent of that snow that comes and covers all, all of the holes that were laid behind yesterday, that the, that the fiercest of snowstorms is the equivalent of the love of God, that there is no Oh, there's no sin that is too much for the, his, the, the snow and the love and the forgiveness and the mercy of God to cover. I am here to tell you that there is no hole too deep, too wide that the Lord cannot fill as we surrender ourselves to him and no longer place our identities in our mistakes and our brokenness, but instead place our identities in the maker of the stars and the heavens and also the maker of the snow that covers all, all, all hostility towards him. We have a creator, savior, and sustainer that covers us and makes us new and as fresh as white as snow. But in order for us to, to experience this forgiveness, to experience this mercy, experience this grace, to experience what it feels like the equivalent of the, of the snow just coming in and overwhelming all of our mistakes. The only way we can experience that is through accepting it just like a gift, just like the gift of life that we have to accept it. Have you accepted the love and the forgiveness and the mercy and the, the, the identity of Christ? Have you accepted it in your life? Have you, have you said, Lord, I am done. I am no longer placing my identities in me, but I am going to place who I am and my life and my purpose in you. Are you defined by your past? Are you letting the, the, the past and your past regrets and, and, and relationships and, and, and actions enslave you from being the man or the woman that God has created you to be? Free in him, free in, in the love and the forgiveness and the mercy of Christ. There is no hole, there is no sin that the Lord is not just waiting to cover that he not already has covered, but he is waiting to, uh, to, for us to accept the fact that he has covered it all. Today is the day that we say, Lord, I am new through you. I am new. I am new. Layer upon layer, grace upon grace, like snow. Let the mercy of God cover us and cover all of our mistakes. That though we are just, just drenched in our sin and our mistakes, may we accept the love and the forgiveness of a Lord that loves us. And he gave it all for us to no longer have an identity in the holes that we leave behind in this life. Layer upon layer, grace upon grace, like snow, your mercy covers me. In the holes you find your place. Layer upon layer, grace upon grace, like falling snow on my soul in your wholeness, in the wholeness of Christ. And no matter where you're at as you're listening or watching this, let this wash over you. Let this refresh you. No matter if you know this, no matter if this is something that you know and you've heard a thousand times that you are forgiven, may this be new, like a new layer of snow 
May we know that in his wholeness, in the wholeness of Christ, the, the, the freedom that his forgiveness offers us in your wholeness, Christ, my trespasses, our trespasses, let this wash over you. Declare this today, no matter where you're at, may we say, no, Lord, Lord, cover me. I am new. I am new. I am new. I am new. Like snow, I am new. I am new. There is no mistake that I am, I am defined by no more. When you look at me, you see me as fresh as a fresh layer of snow. And it is the love of Christ that we are made whole. But may we live in the freedom like snow that covers in purity and righteousness. May we want what he wants. May we want to fill the holes of others through forgiving no matter what they have done to us. Like snow May his mercy cover over us and his wholeness. May we know that we can find our place. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That no matter what, no matter what we have done, no matter what we do, no matter what we will do, Lord, our identities are no longer found in ourselves. Lord, thank you that even something like snow is a sermon to us. That when we wake up and we look outside, everything around us is a sermon to us, pointing us towards you and our need for you. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, in the name in, in the name of Jesus, that, that those that are listening or watching this that is enslaved by their past, that no more, no more will they keep looking back at the holes that used to be there, but they, 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 they lie and they see that, that the holes are there, but they're not. It's a mirage. It's a mirage. Lord, awaken us to the fact that, that your word says that you cover us. You cover us, that our, our sins are as cast as far as the east is from the west, and that it is settled. You invite us. You say, come, let's settle this, Lord. May, may somebody that is listening and watching this, may this set them free, that they are not what they have done. They are not what they are doing but they are who you are, that we can know you, that we have a creator that cares. Lord, thank you that you care. You make a way. You made a way when there was no way. Lord, may this be the day that we live free. May this be the day that we live free. Jesus, thank you for what you've done. Thank you that whenever your word is spoken, Lord, there's freedom. There's freedom. Lord, you are not a, 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 a harsh, harsh father, but you are a loving father. You are a loving father and you lead us in truth. And when we ignore your truth, Lord, we cause ourselves pain. Lord, you are not the author of pain, but Lord, we are the author of pain. When we reject you, when we choose to dwell in the holes of our tracks, of our sin, the wages of sin is death. But Lord, know in your word there is freedom. May we be set free by your mercy and grace that is new every morning. Jesus, please use us. We are yours. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. No matter where you are today, may the word of God fall over you afresh like snow.
I am so excited to be able to be a part of what the Lord is doing in your life. May we walk, may we walk in his tracks knowing that he covers us. He covers us. May that not be an excuse to keep sinning, but may that be a reason for us to just go into this world loving and knowing that we are loved just so overwhelming like the biggest snowstorm that we will ever experience in this life. May God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of this today. I look forward to talking to you next week. See ya.